Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast powered by Patreon and people like you. Bear, you wandered off, didn't you, buddy? Yep. To be fair, your friends aren't far behind. Uh, you're just in a room full of bones and weapons thrust into the wall, and two bone nagas are rising their heads above it all with glowing bead eyes. And I need everybody to roll initiative. Okay. Do the nagas look different aesthetically, or do they look the exact same? Uh, I will say their eyes are different colors, but pretty much the same uh, in terms of like their physical body. It's what, just like a what color skeletal, snaky sort of look what with like colors? a, a I wide just know. face. Yeah. Eyes. I'm gonna say the one has orange eyes and one has blue. Classic dichotomy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Orange and blue. Oh, that's yeah. a nat one on initiative, by the way. <laughs> oh, crud. Starting off strong. Uh, that's a total of five. I assume that's at the bottom. I rolled a 17. Okay, pretty good, pretty good. 15. Okay. Eight. Just for clarity, uh, all and Beatrice and Selena, you are in a room that is about 30 by 20, and at the south wall of it in the middle, there is a five-foot wide door to which there is another room, which is 30 by 30. There's some other places to go from here, a closed door on the south wall, and then the little hallway you came in from on the east wall. Bear is in that room. Ten feet in front of him is the blue-eyed Naga, and then at an angle, about 15-20, is the other one. Uh, Selena, you hear some rustling and some hissing of the bone Nagas from the other room, and presumably Bear goes and says something. Snakes! Snakes! <laughs> what, would, what, what would you like to do? How far apart are the snake creatures? Uh, they are 5, 10, 15 from each other. Perfection. I am going to... Oh, man, I have this sexy oiled axe in my hands. But quickly I reach to my side and I grab the little magic hammer, Sunforger. Yes. And I'm going to make it explode upon them instead of getting it thrown in my face and exploding on me. I'm finally using it against somebody else. Yay! Okay, I will say, yeah, you basically are throwing it not in the middle of them, but on the wall closer to the uh, orange-eyed one. Then you won't catch yourself in the bubble, but you'll catch the other one somewhat. Remind a, me, we haven't used it in a while. It's a saving throw? It is. It is a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. Dexterity. I dropped a d20. Classic. You done goofed. You said DC 15? I did. Uh, the one that's further away succeeds. Uh, makes sense. The other one that's closer fails, so it works out. Okay. It is 6d6, which I'll roll. Nice. Five. Six. Nice. Seven. <laughs> uh, ten. Sorry, this is a cumulative total, so they're not as good oh. as they sound. <laughs> I was about to say. Uh, thirteen. Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen I think that, total. I think that was six, yeah. Half of that is what nine uh round down right is it round down it's been a while guys yeah you can so round up eight <laughs> you want me to round up okay i'll round <laughs> up on you guys too okay yeah so you pick the hammer up off of your belt and then you uh throw it back it alights uh you a actually end up also taking make a deck make a deck save as well mm. you take half by default you can cut that to a quarter if you succeed it alights in your hand, and then you throw it, and it explodes uh, and disappears. I think I get advantage on this because it's an effect I can see while not blind, deafened, or incapacitated. Yep. All right, well, uh, 12. Okay, so you still take half, which was, what, eight? Fire. Aha, round down worked for my advantage. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Selena. Unless you're moving or doing something else. Okay. Uh, I'm going to kind of move to the center of whatever path. It's probably just like a step over. Uh, and I'm also yeah, going to rage. Much. Just good. Good to know. Rage. Um, I'm obviously going to step into the room. Yeah. Well, rush into the room. And I am going to, I guess I will try a cantrip. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use sacred flame. On which one? 
the green-eyed one. That one does not exist. Uh, the blue-eyed one. <laughs> it's Bluey and the other one. Bluey, Bluey? and Goldie? Mm-hmm. You can say Goldie. I'm just going to call it the other one. <laughs> the other one? Okay. Uh, Sacred Flame is what safe? Uh, Dexterity? I think it's Dex or Wisdom. Uh, let's look. Double check for me. Uh, Dexterity. Uh, your a your DC is higher than that. Yeah, it's sixteen, so that's a fail. Okay, then it takes two nice. D eight damage. Okay, roll it up. Oh, sixteen. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Dang. Nice. Nice, Lena. That's good. Okay, noted. Snap your fingers. Flames kind of fall around. And how do I feel? Oh yeah. Uh, when you do that, and then you notice the flames are kind of falling over the bonagon. It's sort of like snapping and wiggling around uh you do get that sort of like sharp pain in your neck that sort of diffuses out in a ripple over your like shoulder and a little bit of your chest but it doesn't hang around for too long but it's it's just like a little sensation am i worried like (laughs) that's up to you does it does it feel worse than before no it seems about the same level just a little owie Mm, yeah don't worry about it it's just a little owie (laughs) i have nothing range so you have Sunstrand, which is a whip. It's only 10 feet. It's still not right up in it. I mean, it's close for sure, but it's an option. Yeah. Then it is the creature's turns. The orange eyed one is going to move up to bear kind of. It's going to slither up to you and then it's going to kind of curl itself around and attempt to hit you with uh, one of its like the end of its bone tail, like a little spike. Oh, no, sorry. That is the blue one. The orange one is going to go up to Selena. So they're going to switch places a little bit. Blue one, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw bear. Oh, but that's what I'm good at. I believe. Oh, that's a big no. Three. Okay. So as the tail hits you, it sort of scratches you, but it doesn't actually immediately do damage. But then you get this sort of like pulsing sensation in your vision for a moment. Uh, you are now under the effects of bestow curse for as long as this Bodnaga concentrates, or a minute, whichever lasts longer. Okay, okay. That means That's, your oh. strength checks are at disadvantage uh, and saving throws. You have disadvantage on attack rolls against it. Uh, on your At the beginning of your turn, you make a wisdom save. If you fail, you do not have an action. And if this thing attacks you, uh, it will do an extra 1d8 necrotic. Roger that. But you're raging right now too, right? So do the checks cancel each other out at least? Yeah, so it would be a straight roll okay. on the on strength stuff. Um, I will say that that is also... I would count that as a spell attack, kind of. It's not in the description, but I would say, you know, if your turn comes around and you don't have an action, I would say you still have... Rage, right? Doesn't drop yet. Okay. Do um, you, for as a dwarf, do you have advantage against wisdom stuff at all, Adam? Um, against magic? I don't think so. I'm just, I am just uh, reaching. I was doing my homework <laughs> to make sure on my character sheet. No, I have uh, poison resistance. Okay. Okay. Ooh. That's it. Never mind then. Okay. Um, and then the other one, uh, which slithered up over the first, is going to go towards. Selena, and it is going to attempt to bite you. Okay. Right in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to catch your leg. Um, it does hit, which is... Uh, I need you to make a con save. Uh, you also take six piercing. Uh-huh. And I wanted the con save. Sixteen. Okay, cool. So you only take, what's that, four poison damage. Ew. And how many piercing? What did I say it was? Six? Maybe it was five. Uh, maybe it was eight. <laughs> uh, and then it is B's turn. Okay. I'm going to um, make mental note of this hidden pattern in the stone where there was some kind of secret. File that away <laughs> uh, for future reference. Absolutely. And just yell out, Bear, what did you find? And then go running. Uh, towards the sounds, um, but I am gonna stay, be within, like, 20 feet of them. 
Okay, so you you could do that and see them through the doorway okay. without entering the room. If you were to enter the doorway, you're going to enter the melee range of the one on scene. Oh, okay. So no, I'm going to stay in the doorway. Yeah, you still got an angle on both though. Great. Um, I think I'm just also going to cantrip. Just firebolt the one that's attacking Selena. Thank you. Uh, 16. Hit. Yep. Great. 19 points of damage. Oh, yeah, that's real good. Um, let's do some math on that. Die. Not that, not quite. <laughs> okay. Okay. Set it. Uh, yeah. Sling out that firebolt, and that's it. Yeah, it kind of catches and crackles against the different rib components of the bone nog as it kind of reels back after having bitten Selena. Great. And then we have a Valen. Rushing into the fight. My solar blade is already on. Correct, it is. Don't need a bonus action for that. I'm going to cast a Bardic Inspiration immediately on Bear. Okay, good. Your vision is fading fast. Act quick. Make this fight last. Or something like that. Um, nice. And then uh, and, and with with my shiny sword, um, which one is concentrating on Bear right now? Uh, the blue-eyed one. Can I get to the blue-eyed one with my movement? Yeah. Yeah, you can get to... You will be in melee range of both because they're next to each other, but uh, yeah, you can get next to it for sure. Yeah, fuck it. I'll do that. Worst case, I thunder wave them away or something. Um, just going to use my good old blade and swing at one of them. The one that's... um, Is it Bluey? Is it Bluey? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll swing at Bluey. Bluey. Also, as a <laughs> reminder, because I'm not sure if I have this right on D&D Beyond... This blade is a plus three to um, attack. And so the total modifier should be that plus my, it's a finesse weapon. So, well, it would, would it be strength or dex? If it's finesse, it's dex. It'll say on the, on the item card. Okay. I believe it does say finesse. It's a longsword so finesse versatile. It'd be your dex mod plus your proficiency plus three. So that's two. And then you also add three to the damage. Yeah. And your dex. Just not proficiency. Okay. So it's two plus four plus three. So instead of a seven, it's a nine. Yeah, I have it wrong on here. So thank you for clarifying. All good. Also, just for clarification, finesse is strength or dex. Not, it's not oh, like good forced. Point. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Didn't true. know that. True, true. Um, that's a 16 plus 9, so 25. To hit? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's undead, right? It is. I get an extra, uh, D8, I want to say, of damage. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. so it's total 3D8 radiant damage plus 3. Plus dex. Plus dex. Yeah. Yep. Which is 2, so plus yeah, 5. Oh my god. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 5 plus 5 is 10. 10 plus 3 plus 2 is 15. 15 points of damage. Nice. Okay. Awesome. And they got to roll on that concentration. Yes, they will. Uh, they have to be at a 10. A 3. Hey. <gasps> nice. You dummy. Oh, nice job, Willie. No more curse being bestowed. And it's my turn. You stink. You strike it with the holy energy that is radiating off of the broken hilt. And it kind of bakes into the bone and you start to see the flickering of the eyes that are blue start to kind of shift into a gold almost for a second before they flash back on. But in that moment of loss, the spell goes down. Uh, yeah, then that brings us to the top with Bear. Oh, wonderful timing. Nice. Well done, Avalon. I high-five Avalon as a free action. <laughs> I like I like do a underhand high-five because he's probably behind me. And I'm tiny. <laughs> I do like a behind my back, like sort of like I have the hand there ready and we high five and it's cool. And it's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is cool. And then I attack this blue boy for thinking that he can do that. Uh, I'm going to do Great Weapon Master. And I don't get advantage because of rage, right? That's not a thing. Right. Yeah, it's just checks and saving throws. Correct. Oh, well, I'm in a reckless. There you go. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Ah, that twenty. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Okay. Bluey is gone. <laughs> Let's go. Should I settle this or should I keep keep rolling? <laughs> uh, roll the damage on okay. that one. Okay. All right. Yes. Let's see what happens. 
it could but it could survive potentially so it's six plus eight because of my plus three now uh so what is that 14 plus 10 24 oh yeah yeah. oh sorry it was doubled somewhere in there only the the dice face is doubled so it's 12 yeah or oh no 28 38 Yeah, roll six. Yeah, no, you're fine. It doesn't matter. Six, it's, 12, you, double, yeah. bring the, you bring the axe down onto it as it kind of looks back up you, uh, potentially planning its next move to thwart you with some sort of demonic magic. And then the axe just doesn't even split the bone. It just obliterates it into tiny pieces that just scatter across the room. You hear, like when you were sneaking in here and you like kind of broke the little bone that kind of fell off the plate armor, you've got little bits that are just like ringing across the metal <laughs> things that are hanging around in the room. It just shatters uh and you still have your other attack and the I do. other one is within range i also forget that my buddy plays a barbarian he always has to remind me when the game that he plays but when you kill someone with great weapon master you can make an attack as a bonus action now which is a feature oh. that i always forget so what? because of that yeah that is a good Dang, one that is i very i'm going important. to spin on my heel and attack the other guy uh that was great weapon master also so i add Eight, 14. Does that hit? It does not. Okay. And then bonus action attack. 22. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it hits. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And then four plus five. I mean, yeah. So nine, 12, and then plus 10, 22. Oh my God. Are nice. you kidding me? How do you want to do this? Yes! <laughs> yeah. I, I high five a Valen in like kind of pull on his hand a little bit and launch myself into the air to uppercut one and then spin and come down on the other one and just <laughs> chop up and then chop down. <laughs> Literally perfect damage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Clean. Yeah. Clean. You, you uppercut just shattering the first one and then you're thinking, I'm going to go for a flourish. So you, you start to do the spin and you think you're going to catch it on the first one. You don't which doesn't slow your momentum, so you do the full spin and come back around with all the strength and you just <laughs> shatter the second one as you land. Ta-da! Bones spray everywhere, but the room is clear. You went through that one pretty quick. Wow. Guys, my ill is about to run out. We gotta find someone else quick. So, uh, everyone's okay? We're okay? Bear, yeah. listen, you gotta... This is a scary place. You gotta be patient. You gotta stick with us, okay? That was, like, the easiest fight I've had in a long time. <laughs> I just look at Avalon. He's not going to learn this lesson, is he? I have to admit, it was a, it was a good confidence booster. That's true. Uh, but we cannot stray too far. You, you've got to be with us, pal. I'm going to try to cure wounds myself. Okay. And see what happens. Uh, roll the... At whatever level you're, you're casting at first level, or... I am casting it at first level, which is a 1d8 plus 3. Roll that up. 11. Uh, yeah, you heal yourself for 11. Uh, when you send the radiating warmth from your palms uh, into like your own arms, you get the, that sense of like a kind of like an ever-present hug that enraptures you and starts to heal you. And then as that starts to settle in, it is coupled very strangely with that piercing pulse that spreads further than it did when you cast in sacred flame so it's worse uh, and it kind of and it kind of lingers there for a little bit it doesn't day but it was marketably worse than so it was cast. worse <laughs> it was worse but you still heal for the full amount it's not a damaging thing as far as you can tell it's your soul rotting away do you like convey this to the group at all or imagine unless selena's hiding it it's probably pretty apparent not hiding it. Okay, I'll I'll probably go up and be like, how did that feel? Not good. And I suppose we should refrain from using spells unless absolutely necessary for the time being. Well... I know it sucks. <laughs> okay. Who else has cure wounds? I do. I do. I do. Wait. Wait. Bear? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, in a potion. So ah. you have one potion. Well, actually, Avalon has it. It's in his bag. Oh, how many do we have? Just one? Pull that, pull that sucker out. I'm going to scoop it. And can I roll the D100? Because we haven't done that in a minute for old time's sake. <laughs> I think you did it last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. I don't think I did. 44. Yeah, you're good. Uh, the, when you open the bag and you go to reach up the bush and ask for it, you get kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, just take it. Just take it. Just close me. Close me. Everything okay in there? 
<laughs> you sound you sound rushed. This <laughs> scary place. I don't like it. Yeah, it's spooky. Believe me, I'm out here. You're in there. It's yeah, it's scary. Show them the bones. Wait, can you see? Look, and I and I open the bag like sideways to get like a view of like the 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 yeah the remains of the fight. As you do that, the bag. That's not how that works. That's that's not how that works. Oh, you can't see through. Wait, do you even know what I? Wait, do you have? Yeah. Do you even know what I look like? No, it's it's not like a like a sight. It's more just like a. Do you have feeling? Ah, uh, you know, come to think of it, he doesn't have eyes. It doesn't have a. And I, I'm saying this as I'm tossing like a skull, like a tiny <laughs> skull in there. <laughs> you throw, you're you're talking, and you throw the skull, and he goes, ah! "Oh, you scared? You scared me on that one." Oh, put your head in there. You want to put your head in there, bat? And I. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this probably familiar feeling is going to start suffocating pull, after a bit. Pull, 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 sorry, I just sorry. Well, it's like a whole other world in there. There's no air in there. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll take the skull out if you want. And then I'll... Uh, it, it's fine in there if you need it. I, it was just threw me off guard. Just, no, uh, it's, it's okay. We didn't need it. We're just poking fun of it. It's very gloomy here. So, you know. Enjoy in there. And then I seal the bag. <laughs> you, you just hear it go, yeah, well, and then it's gone. <laughs> the voice is gone. I told you we'd get to the details later. Well, that time is now. This mix of dice and bad jokes is an actual play D&D podcast run by five Twitch streamers gone rogue, prepared to bring you lovable characters, meaningful narrative, and more laughs than you signed up for, but it can't exist on its own. Puns and Potions is made possible by the loving support of our supporters over on Patreon. From perks such as getting ad-free episodes, early access, exclusive merch, and personal shoutouts, you too can reap the benefits of a loving patronage to this very podcast over at patreon.com slash punsandpotions. That's puns, A-N-D, potions. For just one singular dollar a month, you can keep this... For us at Puns and Potions, community is a big part of what we wish to represent, and one friend and community member I want to throw at you today is Astral Dice. Full disclosure, I personally had a hand in the creation of Astral Dice, and it will continue to be a long-standing partnership. But just like the PMP crew, my Astral sets are the only thing I used to roll, and that's the truth. They're a handful of guys homebrewing dice sets out of their homes, because like us, they're super passionate about role-playing games, and can't accept just some mass-produced dice they bought from a hobby shop. They craft new sets when life allows it, and post them online for you to snatch up, or just admire the designs. So it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website, astraldice.com, or followed them on Instagram, at theastraldice. Thanks for the time. Now back to the puns. Alright, so we're leaving here, right? Come back to this other room. I just found something. Oh my god! All right, yeah, I'll, fo- I'll follow them in there. Go and back. I'll still have the light, so I'm gonna join B back at the same spot. Yeah, B B has made note of where the pressure plate is, and when you push it, you notice that it kind of depresses a little bit, but you realize it's actually not moving. It's more of just like a sensory uh, impact to your hand, and there's a little zoom light around the edge of it and then uh you notice everybody roll a d4 oh good god i'm just, I'm just gonna see who's i'm just gonna see who's looking where <laughs> a d4 two three one one okay uh in that case i'll say it was bear i was like <laughs> if you said like the the other one we didn't get out four yeah Bear is the only one to notice this happening in real time, but the sound kind of hits you later, is there's a section of the wall in the upper uh, west corner. It's about 10 feet wide and, you know, maybe six feet tall that the stones in it start to get more porous until they suddenly just kind of like sizzle and fall away into a bunch of sand that just falls to the ground and kind of just collides against the stone and kind of falls into all the different grains. Revealing a 
secret door. Bear would notice that all happening. You guys would all hear the sand kind of fall into the room, and you notice that it descends into a staircase. Again, I don't know how your guys are literally finding the yes, shortest possible path to everything. We're speedrunning. <laughs> B is a genius. Bear, like a toddler that has to use the restroom, is like anxiously hopping back and forth on his feet and looking at his axe as this oil is just like starting to fade. And he's like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> Who is in front and are you going down the stairs? Me and I'm charging. Ah! Oh, come on. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Daisy and oil and sharpness. I have secret... to use it. Are we? Wait, are we not? Are we doing the secret tunnel? That that is the the secret this tunnel. This is the secret. Oh, tunnel. it's the stairs. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Secret tunnel. Secret. Who tunnel. is headed after Bear? Bear, let me check the door. Boof! I'm running. Okay. I kick the door. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! And I charge <laughs> as well. <laughs> Selena, come on. Uh, I go. Uh, 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 okay. Uh, you all charge down the stairs and you head down uh, about, I would say, like 20 feet uh, west direction, you know, going down steps until you hit a little five uh, by five landing that has kind of like tiled patterning in the stairs. And it turns to go a stairway south, uh, which continues again for probably another 20 feet before it comes to the end. And there's a door like a regular door. Mm hmm. How much time would you say is left on my oil? How long is it? A minute. <laughs> oh, um... A minute? We did it, like, right before that fight, basically. it was an hour. Oh, sorry, it is an hour. It takes a yeah. minute to apply. Oh, okay. My apologies. Yeah, then you, then you probably have... Oh. Yeah, you probably have... I have no sense of time. Yeah. I, I attacked the door in front of me. Oh, my yeah. God! I gotta stop him. <laughs> I leap from the stairs and attack the door. Mm, is there any way okay. I can stop that? No, absolutely not. You're not. <laughs> what about BB? Can you stop? <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, you leap from the stairs and you swing your axe into the wooden door. I'm going to say roll a, uh, just roll damage. You don't even need to hit it. It's okay, I'm going to say that it's great weapon damage. master, so. <laughs> sure. Bear, 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 Oh, hell bear. yeah. Like we 28? Cannot, <laughs> we cannot oh, let this man be in front anymore. Yeah, you just cleave the thing open. It's just no! like right in half. Bear, stop! We gave him the equivalent of cocaine with this oil. I, I look left and I look right. Do I see, like, enemies in the room? Uh, you look into a room which is about, uh, it's a 20 foot square. Uh, you can see that there is a door on the south wall. You are on the north wall, obviously. Um, uh -huh. in the middle is a large metal brazier, which is burning in flames, uh, oh God. that are tall and white. Uh, there's a bunch of details around that that I won't get to right now because you're not really paying attention to that. Nope, that's not an enemy. Um... Above that is what looks like suspended uh, grains of sand. And looking back and forth, you notice that there are two nine-foot-tall iron statues of knights on horseback. Oh, they have God. swords drawn oh, no. in the alcoves on the side of the room. Uh, they're unmoving. For now. Literally. Sure. The right, way... I'm going to roll to see if I attack one of these statues. Oh. Bear, for the love of God, I'm sprinting. So time, I'm though. sprinting ferociously to Bear. To yeah, but I don't him. understand the length of this oil. In the moment of decisiveness Bear is having, can I catch up to him? Uh, I will say, yeah, you can move through Beatrice's space. So you can get to him. It's whether or not you have the faculties to stop well, him, depending on what he does. I instantly lock eyes with this statue, and I think that it's an enemy, but then I stop, and I'm like, oh, okay. okay. And I just stand there waiting to attack something, looking around frantically, but nothing is happening, so I just keep standing there. Yeah, so Valen comes up behind you and looks like he's going to stop you and then notices that you've stopped. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fully step in front of him and like okay. a ref, just like, time out. <laughs> you cannot run off like that. Not here. Not now. Please. The way that all I can imagine is that we're going to like burst into a room and it's going to be like Strahd's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just yeah. like, uh, he's like showering. And he's like taking a bath <laughs> with a rubber ducky and he's yeah. like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, are you serious? <laughs> I was just having a bath. He's like, I thought I had more time. What happened to the snakes? <laughs> Guys got to leather and rinse, you know. Oh, man.
I'm going to sue. Is everybody else walking into the room? Yes. Okay, filing in. Yeah. Brazier, the metal brazier that's in the middle of the room that's situated on the floor that is burning these white flames uh, around the edge of it. It itself kind of curls up into these metal golden flames that uh, in certain places, about eight uh, parts around it, equally distant, these metal kind of shredded flames of the brazier reach up and then tilt back as if to like hold something. And you notice that in the little cup hold is a spherical stone. It's about the size of an eyeball. Uh, it's a colored crystal. Mm. In each of the eight, there isn't one that's the same color. And above that, like I said, there's a suspended sand, as if from an hourglass, but you don't see glass. It's just suspended sand in the air above the brazier. Uh, and then in an hourglass shape, like it, it becomes yes, like it's dipping down to a point that is okay. above the center of the brazier. And then I will have everybody roll a perception check. Yes. Oh my gosh. God. Okay. Super good. Dirty 20. <laughs> nice. Oh. 30. Okay. 19. Okay. 12. What languages do each of you know? Dwarvish. <laughs> Common, Elvish, and Halfling, but I can cast Comprehend Languages. Okay. Common, Celestial, and Elvish. Okay. This is totally a gnomish. I can feel it. <laughs> Three of you notice that there is this sort of writhing golden light that kind of like wisps along the edge of the sand in like these like several lines. It's hard to discern, really. Selena doesn't notice it right away, um, but assuming you point it out, would be able to tell that that is celestial. It has been celestial, like the whole campaign. And I assumed, give or take, that it would be. Uh, it's a, it's what nine lines, short lines of like a poem, and it reads: Cast the stone into the fire, violet to the tainted mire, azure to the lifeless lake, indigo to where angels break, jade to deadlands cabal, gold to where dragons fall. Amber to ancient magic's womb, crimson to the lover's tomb. I have pasted it in the chat. You the may what? reference it and ask questions as much as you like. Obviously, I'm not going to give you every answer, but I will potentially have you do rolls and things. This but is we obvious. Don't have, but we don't have, we only have four stones, right? So, no, this, just is, different. this is about the stones that are right here. But Look, there's a green one, and I pushed a green one. Don't push the green one. <laughs> Don't touch it there! Wait, 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 wait. There, you're not allowed to touch anything right now, okay? What do you mean? This is just... It's so that he couldn't be spying on people, right? Uh... Hmm. And whatever color you choose, that's what it shows you. That makes sense, actually. I, I mean... It just says it right here. This isn't a riddle, it's just saying what's going on. Put a stone in the fire. I'll show you a jungle mire. Put a... Violet in the blue, and then I'll show the dragon dead guy too. Oh, or is it like a teleportation? I'm not jumping no. in there. It's fire. I think it's Can a I teleporter? I don't think so. Look at look at the look and see what the deal is with the sand. Like, is it just like magically suspended? Like, there's no contraption. No, correct. Since uh, I've clearly solved it, I'm moving on, and I'm going to look at the statues, and I want to see if they, like, have, like, scratches on themselves at hinges and stuff to see if it, like, has moved at one point and left scarring. Sure. Roll an investigation check. I'm just, like, climbing up on the statues. <laughs> My first good investigation, 16. Nice. I will say you can definitely see signs of wear, um, but it doesn't seem like there's been a lot of heavy like destructive streaking at joints or anything um it seems like it's possible but that could have been from posing them or even manufacturing but the possibility exists that they could move to some capacity is it am i able to move him slightly like if i want to change his pose it would take a considerable effort probably but <laughs> hell possible. yeah i'm gonna put his hand to his face and make it look like he's picking his nose okay sure Okay. Uh, just a strike check? Yeah, sure. 24. Oh, yeah, totally. You just... B, until it gets up in there. B, look at this! And I'm, like, hanging from his elbow and he's picking his nose. <laughs> I think 
B just like bursts out laughing and like the absurdity of what's happening and like the her nerves that are just like it's just it's all culminated. <laughs> she just is. It's fair. Losing it. Bears in his element. This is where he shines. Uh, speaking of signs of wear, though, mm-hmm. is there one of these stones that like is not quite as polished or like is worn like from signs of wear? Uh, roll an investigation check. Use while you do that. I will specify. Strap fingers. There is ew. There is uh three <laughs> doors on the north wall. Uh, the one you came in was the westmost one. Then there's one in the middle. And there's an eastmost one. And then there is a uh, door on the south wall in the middle. Mm. Ins and outs of this place, just so you know. Oh, 14. Uh, No, it doesn't seem like it. Um, They seem actually quite pristine, polished, and spherical. I'm going to grab one. Uh, Which one? Uh, Let's do Azure. No one grabs his arm when he tries to do something. Valen, what are you going to do? Did I grab it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You can pick up the, the blue one. Throw it in the fire. Throw it I, in the I fire. Just qui- I just quietly and very gently sort of like underhand toss it into the flame and then back up a bit. Okay. Yeah, it just looks like a marble. Um, a little bit larger than a marble, but clear and round and smooth like a marble. And yeah, you just give it a little toss and you see as it goes into the flames inside the brazier, the flames erupt in a color that looks similar to the marble and then as that happens and they start to lick up, they are simultaneously beginning to be extinguished as the point where the sand kind of meets this hourglass shape starts to cascade outwards in sort of like a like a fire sprinkler, uh, like emergency sprinkler type thing, like outwards in a cone. And it begins to exhaust the flames. And once the sand becomes a steady flow over the flames enough to extinguish them to a degree... Uh, and create like a gate you notice that it is a vision out onto uh the square of valaki which down one of the main roads leads off to one of the gates which leads to the uh lake yeah the lake that we were at like a while back yeah yeah where um where there's an island that morning you guys found morning kind but yeah there's basically just a big door uh with like a walk through to to valaki um, I will say it is a live feed. So you do notice that there are mm. town guard citizens and zombies fighting, running, and dead in the streets. There are buildings on fire. It's rough. But, you know, it's not desolate. There is a fight, for sure. Is there anybody I can spot in the crowd amidst the fighting? Roll a perception check. This is not a huge view. I'm gonna throw a rock at a zombie. Natural one. Uh yeah, you're not. It's it looks kind of like chaos. You're. It's hard to break into any of the specific yeah designs. Uh, and bear. I'm assuming you're just like picking up a rock off the ground and throwing it into the yeah into the fire where the image makes it seem as though there is a zombie <laughs> on the other side of my yeah. throw. Yeah, you throw the uh, th- uh make a make an attack roll. Oh. oh. What do I add to that? Uh, like uh, improvised weapon. I guess it would just be your dex thrown, right? So no uh, proficiency. Eleven. Uh, let me. What is this? <laughs> what is a zombie's? Oh my god! <laughs> Are you kidding? We could just snipe some Valaki zombies right now. Yeah, you hit it. You hit it. The AC is eight <laughs> on a normal zombie. And yeah! does the zombie react? It, I think it does one damage plus my strength, right? So it'd be six. <laughs> uh, let me see. Full on fastball to zombie. It doesn't kill it or anything, but yeah, you you whack it and it sort of like punctures some of its uh like exposed shoulder flesh, and it just kind of turns and it starts to like hobble towards this gateway, and then after a few moments have passed, like looking through it and doing that whole thing, uh, the sand and the top starts to deplete to the point where it crosses back over falls into the sand but as it's falling that vision fades and the, the gate is closed so you're saying it worked does the does the blue stone return so after that happens the flames are really really low in the bottom of the brazier where a bunch of the sand is sitting and you notice two things you notice that uh sand is beginning to fall seemingly from the ceiling 
out of nothingness into an invisible sort of container where it was sitting before. Just like a couple of grains at a time, they just kind of bounce into the bottom and then slowly fill up. The other thing you notice is where you pulled the blue marble, there is uh, what is invisible to the eye, a sort of like porous set of holes in the cup that is dripping little blue liquid that is pulling into the bottom. Mm. It looks like it's going to take a long time to refill. For that to reload. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is Adam talking, but this thing is super cool. <laughs> Whatever this yeah, thing this is, is, is fucking awesome. So is there a possibility that the lover's tomb is coffin? Oh my god, I'll get another rock ready. We could peek and see where it goes. It might just lead to Strahd's bedroom. He's in the shower. Which is a coffin, right? <laughs> I just yep. That'd be awkward. <laughs> Love his tomb. Maybe we should hold on to that idea. I, I, we might be able to use that for some... Well, why don't we look? Well, I we think we should escape look. really quickly somewhere. We could do that. Oh my gosh. What if we like had a rope that hung that thing over the fire, and then at some point we, it cuts it by itself somehow when we need it to, and then when we're in the tomb room, a sand portal opens up, and we just leap through there and come out here. It's like a, it's like a free get out of Strahd room. Get out of Strahd room. Adam, I don't want to confirm or deny that that would work, but that's the craziest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. I can't believe I've never thought of that. <laughs> I don't that's know amazing. how I don't know how we time it, but oh my god, B Junior could do it. And if that's our <laughs> escape plan, oh my god. I mean. I could maybe tinker something. Uh, well, let let's see let's see if it goes to where we think it goes. Yeah, I grabbed the redstone. Wait, don't throw it. In. It's gonna take a long time to replenish. If we yeah, use don't it. do it. Well, right now there isn't enough sand in the top. The sand is also replenishing, oh. so we would have to wait. Can you correct? So wait, you're holding the redstone currently, Avalon. Yeah, and it's not like you're not it's not like bound to the fire or anything you can like you're holding it away from the fire right it's not i mean like i'm in holding a cage it away i feel like maybe if i step too far away from this device take, take like a couple steps back yeah i'll like i'll like try to stroll down away from it you're still in the room though yeah 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 no it's it's fine it's a marble okay if this keeps up you, uh, you give it to me I give it to B Junior. B Junior flies it up to this place, drops it in. Boom! We have a, a way out, like an emergency ripcord. We could just bounce. I I I love that idea, but B Junior is okay gone, right? What? Wait, wait. <laughs> is B Junior gone? Wait, is he gone? Is, is yeah. Did you guys send to Davian? Yeah. Okay. Then, I thought we did. Then, oh no. Then, yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Is this real? I'm pretty sure I that's think it true, was discussed. Yeah, I no. don't specifically remember, but I think it was. Yeah, I know it was. I know it was intended. It suddenly comes in through an open window. <laughs> I mean, I could maybe rig something up. Yeah, make like one of those things where you put the quarter and then it hits the domino and it flips up into the air and knocks over a bowling oh, ball oh. and then. I love Rube Goldberg. Yes. What, what? Famous wizard Rube Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes um god that would be such a b spell too where you like cast something and it takes like an hour like it's it's physical but it takes an hour to complete a task and then <laughs> i'm gonna invent that spell when we're out of this place don't worry what if we put it on notes. a rope and then we have like a little fire that's slowly burning the rope and then it will cut it and then it'll swing in yes a little candle on on i have two ideas one, we can take all the stones and just pocket them. He can't uh -huh. teleport anywhere. Two, if this stone leads to him, to Strahd, thoughts on resting here and then going? Well, we need to find the coffin. That's our next objective. Can we, like, just rest? We took a no, short I'm rest, like, but we like, have a Like a long rest. rest. Like, we get all the spell slots, we get all the, like, everything. But right well, now we hey, don't also, want to find him, and he probably knows where we are. And I don't think he needs that thing to do that because he came out yeah. of blood, out of a heart, and stabbed me in my butthole. So I don't think he needs the fire. Uh huh. Yeah, but he also was somehow connected to that stone. 
So it could be that we were just near the stone so he knew. That You're making sense to me. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. I think. We're assuming that the the redstone will take us to Strahd, the lover's tomb. I think he could just do it anyways. I don't think he needs this. I don't think he would have like a, a d- device that's like, here's where you can find my secret little thing that can stop Okay, but we me. also didn't expect to find the crystal the first room we went to. <laughs> so, there's a big possibility. I say, I say we pocket this red one and we potentially make something that will set itself off in here. Okay, I I have an alternate plan. Uh-huh. I memorize where the fuck this place is, depending on where we go, and I do some hardcore math, and I can dimension door here if need be. <laughs> it's actually not a terrible idea. Yes. Depending on where you guys are. The range I is mean, 500, 500 feet. feet is pretty far. 500 feet is big. Yeah, just don't walk 500 feet further than this thing. Well, that's like, that's over a football field. This is very true. Can you dimension door all of us? What is a football field? <laughs> you can take one person and I can take door. one person. Isn't a football field 100 yards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is 300 feet. So it's more than that. It's almost two yeah. football fields. Hut, hut, hike. That didn't make it any easier. <laughs> I mean, you still... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Could this is the speed run hack that I'm just banking on? Is that the way this out. is the like to Strahd's like coffin or something? But like Holly, I'm trying lovers. to play the base game right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hear me out. Hear me out. We set the place on fire and then just get out of there using one of these portals. This is stone. Arson. That's yes. your plan. <laughs> stone. Yeah, it's stone. I like. I like arson. Yeah, but then he's then 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 he's not on his own turf. You know what I'm saying? Like then he's on the the crumbling remains of his own castle. I don't. I don't know what kind of rocks you think this place is made of. We just set up like <laughs> Tinder everywhere. We set up Tinder everywhere. Yeah. Every room we go, and like a dy- cartoon dynamite trail. Smoke him out. We were. We will asphyxiate ourselves for. <laughs> anything <laughs> and then we snap it's just all on fire i do have this tinder box <laughs> okay <laughs> can i look and do some math eric uh now that we've been standing sure. here looking at this thing for a second of how quickly the sand the sand is gonna refill i was actually gonna ask that question too yeah yeah make an intelligence check can i can i, I do that to. as well sure i will assist you be I'm counting each sand particulate. Particulate. <laughs> Count each individual grain, bear. 22. Uh, let me... I don't have it in my notes. Let me see if it does describe it in the... Quick maths. Uh, book. I used to love geometry when I was younger. I love geology. I didn't get to go to school. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was a noble lady. You think I got to go to school? Yes, I know. <laughs> Delivery. You were locked in your room for like 10 years. Yes. <laughs> Comedy gold. It looks like it's going to take about one hour. Okay. Hey, let's get out of this room. What are we doing? So let's just, we have to, because we can't do it now. Can I? I really can't. I don't know that I could set anything. Can I grab all the stones? <laughs> sure. I'm about to just run down a staircase if y'all don't hurry up. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be moving. stupid and grab all of them and put them in the bag of withholding. Except for the blue one. Yeah, you can grab the blue one. So we have two doors, right? You have three doors on the north and one on the south. The one you went in already, or you came from on the north. I say we go south then. Boom! <laughs> That's me kicking a door. Uh, you push through the southern door, and then you notice that you have about five to ten feet of room before there is a red velvet curtain about thirty feet uh, across the length or width of the room. Ceiling's about ten feet high. Are there like seats on this side or something? Are we about to like enter some fucked up theater or some shit? <laughs> oh gosh! I hope not. I push past the curtain. Oh no! Okay, curtain splits in the middle, uh, and then you walk out to what is kind of like a little balcony. Uh, there are. Uh, two chairs or kind of like wooden thrones. They're not that fancy. They're pretty big, high-backed, though. And they are looking towards a uh, sort of low uh, railing 
which looks down into a 25 by 25 square room, which is flooded with brackish water. You can't tell how deep it is. Uh, the From the ceiling is hanging chains that look like thick black web strands. They're very dirty and gross oh, and God. littered with things. Yeah, that is what you can notice. It is obviously quite, quite dark, so the shapes and things are, are tough to discern. But it's looking down in... Or it's looking... From above down into that, about it's about seven foot drop until you hit water. Weird. Hmm. So swimming episode, beach, episode? and we're like, yeah, jump in that. <laughs> and we're like pretty far down already. Yeah, you're you've gone a many stairs down. I'm gonna take the hammer, Sunforger, and I'm gonna throw it into the water. Uh, it will not explode. No, nope, I know. Tossing it yes. and then recall. I'm recalling. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to recall it. Uh, yeah, you can throw it down in, and it does, like, splash and send ripples and kind of, like, you know, it's kind of sludgy water. There is a lot of, like, mildewy grossness in it. I will say from that, you do notice that there are... We found the sewer. ...dark shapes that kind of lie in the walls and sort of inside of it. As the water starts to displace, there are racks of what look like rusted-off tools, Iron Maiden stocks... Just instruments of torture. In uh, mm. and then in some of them are are entangled these like skeletons. Um, yeah. In the and water, <laughs> people died here. Yeah, like in the water, like kind of somewhat submerged. And then as you recall the uh, hammer, it kind of appears in your hand. And then as the water starts to sort of uh, you know calm down, you do notice that on like down in on the east wall there is a hall that is also flooded that goes off in like past your sight um and as the water begins to settle bursting out from underneath the surface are four shapes Sir. one quite large uh, three other ones there. that begin to hastily move towards the balcony as if to climb up after you Gosh. Woohoo. 